Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome all. All right, before I jump into today's topic, which I have to say I'm really passionate about, uh, I want to just mention a quick event that's coming up. We have at House of Shakti a special event coming up on Wednesday, May 24th, uh, and this will be an embodiment spring workshop. And there's going to be a live in-person event that's happening at YJ Station. And then we're also offering a live online event that same week on the Friday, May 26th. And what these events are going to bring in is this embodiment of our wholeness, our embodiment of bringing in meditation, movement, and ritual all together and integrating all the pieces of what makes us who we are. All the pieces uh, from our mind, our spirit, our emotions into this container of the body and be able to move forward with these practices and really allowing us to know that we can bring embodiment through our daily practices. So I will leave a link to register for that or to find out more details within the show notes. And let's head into the topic that I want to go in today. And this is sustainability. And the fact that women are really taking a charge here, there is this gender divide. Now, you may be asking, what does sustainability and gender have to, where, where are these related? And the fact is, is that they are closely interwined. The fact is, is that women are more likely to acutely feel and live in the effects of climate change and the environmental degradation. Women are also more often the primary drivers of socially responsible initiatives and lifestyle choices. And this is not to say that there is, this is right or wrong or good or bad, but let's just dive into this for a moment and just open up the conversation of why this is. So in general, women are this great force behind this sustainability movement. Compared to men, women live a more eco friendly life. They litter less, they recycle more, they leave a smaller carbon footprint. And there's actually been a survey done of 546 professionals from 65 countries. And women were shown to be more driven to grow their sustainability knowledge than men and have this higher demand for sustainability-focused roles. Also, in addition, they have this higher level of education within the area of sustainability. And through the research, it's also shown that they are more willing to support policies that address climate change and other environmental hazards. 
I think part of the reason why climate change impacts on women is that climate change may actually adversely affect pregnancy outcomes. For example, when extreme heat events drive up the incidence of stillbirth, or when the increasing number and intensity of storms, they actually limit access to services and healthcare, or where illnesses such as viruses are spread more readily. And this is interesting. Within a Canadian study that looked at gender mental health impacts following natural disasters, it's indicated that there is a sharp rise in both any anxiety and, and sleep aid prescriptions. And there's been this report of more sexual assaults among women within the same period of time. When we look across the globe, women also bear this greater burden of effects due to their disproportionated role in obtaining food, water, fuel, and through their increased role in agricultural employment. And during these periods of drought and erratic rainfall, women must work harder to provide for their families, and the girls are often forced to leave school to assist during tough times, more so than the men, right? And this is not, again, to say good, bad, wrong, right, but it's, it's just the way society has sort of put women on the back burner. The females were, I mean, we can look at history, for instance, you know, women who were practicing the same thing as men in healing arts of herbs and medicine back were burned as witches, where men were revered as these healers and shamans and whatnot. So there's this shift in society that has sort of put women or the female energy, the divine feminine in its place by not allowing us to be not necessarily equals, but but to see us as contributing factors to the health and well-being of others or health and well-being of society or communities. There's been this shift that has happened and there's the shift happening now, which is women rising up, the feminine, you could say, Shakti rising up, wanting to take her place again. And you see that more and more within society as women are taking more of this stand within society, not just for rights and for equality, but also standing up for the environment. Hey everyone, we'll get right back to the podcast and the conversation Quickly, House of Shakti, the place to be where embodiment resides. Let's lean more into embodiment. Embodiment, where the body leads, all else follows. Tap into what you need daily through embodiment, whether it's movement, meditation, ritual, activations, we've got it for you in House of Shakti. You may ask, why do I want to bring more embodiment to my day? This is where we bring in our allness to who we are, bring in our sensation and draw back into our intention and intuition. The doors are open to House of Shakti. Come and join us today. You can find us with the link down in the show notes or at www.ayurvedicwellnessbynatasha.com and follow the menu to the House of Shakti link. So what are you waiting for? 
We'll see you in House of Shakti. And with that, let's head back to the conversation. I'd like to go more into the research that has been done. And through the research, one of the main reasons why men shy away from the sustainability movement is there is this misconception, again, society, right? Misconception that caring about the environment is a feminine activity, is this feminine connection. And when we think about this, earth itself, we call mama earth, you know, mother earth. There is this feminine, you could say this divine feminine connection. So it makes sense that women are more connected, more influenced with this energy, with this ability to care. Remember, feminine energy, the divine feminine is all about nurturing and nourishing. We are the caregivers. We are the ones that through society have been caring for the family, whether it's gathering the food, cooking the food, preparing the medicines. You could say these great feminine medicine healers throughout time that were helping their community, helping their families to stay well. Now, within a 2017 experiment, more than 2,000 American and Chinese participants revealed a, revealed a psychological link between eco-friendliness and the perception of femininity. And the research showed that both men and women judged eco-friendly products, behaviors, and consumers as more feminine than their non-green counterparts. For instance, one experiment bringing a reusable canvas bag to the grocery store was seen as more feminine than someone who used plastic bag, whether the shopper was male or female. Now, the main reason I'm bringing this up is that there is change happening. There are more men that are taking a step forward. There are many men out there that are taking a step forward to bring in this aspect, this quality, this essence that this is a job for all of us, men, women, children, you name it. We all need to take a part in this. There are many organizations out there that are bringing in more of that masculine energy into and making it more socially accepted that this is not just a feminine quality. This is not just for women to be part of, but men as well. And it's more socially acceptable to be caring for the environment. And the main thing here is for us to be stewards uh, and to raise this environmental stewardship. And now whether you have kids or not, there is many ways that we can really empower the younger generation to care for our planet. And one of the best ways is start leading by example. Leading by example with our lifestyle choices, things like choosing biodegradable products, taking shorter showers, carpooling, looking at what we are consuming on a daily basis checking in with packaging and holding companies, manufacturers accountable for how they are producing and putting their products out there and taking a stand. We all have a voice. We all can be seen and heard. It's not just for women. This is for every one of us. If you have children really getting them involved in projects within the environment, starting compost bin, making your own cleaning products, 
you know, cleaning up litter together. And this isn't just an Earth Day thing. This is something that we need to do daily, making it more of a conscious effort of how we are treating the Earth. Remember that there are ways that we can get involved, and it's our choice to be able to do so. And the way I see it, isn't it time that we step up and take care of our Earth? take care of this planet, take care of the resources, and start living more in connection with her, living in more connection with each other. And, you know, this brings it all back into embodiment, right? I've mentioned this before that the earth itself and ourselves, we're not so different. We hold the same qualities. We hold all the same pieces within. And what we are doing to the earth we're doing to ourselves. And when we can bring this connection more and more into our daily life and start embodying it through our actions, through our thoughts, through the words we use, this is going to make the biggest impact of all. This is going to start shifting things more and more each and every moment and day. And to remember at the end of the day that we are stewards of earth. We don't own this. We don't, we are not owners of earth itself, the land itself, the waters. We are stewards. We are here to take care of her and she will take care of us. It is that simple. In this moment, the question resides within you. How can I take a step today to be more eco-friendly? How can I live more sustainably? How can I be more connected to helping, to serving, and to preserving the earth itself, the planet? And the main thing here is to remember we all have choice. We all have a place that we can start making and shifting to allow change to happen. All right, as you can see, I'm really passionate about this, as I am with many things, jumping down this rabbit hole. But the main thing here is it's up to each one of us to start to create more change, to shift how we do things. It's not just women or men there. We need to work together. We need to move things forward in a direction that is not bringing more hope, but bringing more connection, more integration, and bringing in this aspect of allness. And this is where embodiment is. Embodiment is allness, connecting to the allness of who we are, and what we bring to life. And to remember, embodiment is something that we can bring into each and every day through our daily routines, rituals, and practices. I want to say thank you for joining me today. Remember, go out there, pick something that you can be a little bit more sustainable. How can you make that shift and change today? I'm going to leave you with that. Remember to go out there, have an amazingly awesome day. And remember where the body leads, all else follows. All right. Until next time. Thanks again.